Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage. I'm Kev on stage. And before we dive deep into the episode, I want to remind you, tell you, maybe if it's your first time, about the Love Hour conference, which is coming up on July 10th and 11th. Y'all know Rona's out here being a whole entire hater. And so we've had to move the conference to a digital platform, which has allowed. The one good thing is that I was able to drop the price tremendously, drastically. Um, but it also allows more people to have access to it because it's online. So oh, yeah. people from across the pond have registered. And that actually does make Hello, you feel. In it. Bro, okay, stop it. Boy. Okay, no one needs this. Um, so if you're interested in registering, hearing some of this or seeing the speakers and the schedule and all of that, you can go to thelovehour.com. You can register right now. Tickets are still available, will be available because ain't no caps because it's online. No cap, and the price is only $30, and you will have access to two days of conference material and you will have replay ability and i think that's all i want to say oh low and last thing i did just hire a dj i'm very i'm so excited i am so, so freaky dope. excited about her so that's it go to lovehour.com for more information and now we're going to get started let's talk about sucking peen and eating cooch with goody howard all right so that is exactly what we're talking about um greg when you go to monetize this just don't Ain't no monetization. Just, just talking about sucking peeing. I just pray Talk my channel. Talking about Nick Coochie. What Does do it, you mean? This How song? do you have a sex? Oral sex with your whole body. Goody. We are here. Uh, listen, I'm Goody. I tried to tell you, girl. I tried to tell you. We are here today with Goody Howard. Child, before we get into the stuff Kev was talking about, I do want to at least allow the people an opportunity oh, yes. to get to know you. Fair. So please introduce yourself. Okay, well, hey, y'all. <laughs> um, my name is Goody Howard. I'm a sexologist, educator, consultant. Um, I do all of the things, right? So I do the pleasure, adult-focused stuff. I love doing um, adult pleasure-centered sex ed because sexual pleasure is sexual health and sexual health is public health. Um, I am. I also do pro professional development around sexual health equity for helping professionals. And so that's kind of my the money-making lane, but the fun stuff is the adult professional uh, pleasure-focused sex ed. I teach oral sex workshops, so I do oral sex on a penis, oral sex on a vulva, uh, co-ed toy parties, toy parties. I have a partner on top workshop called Rightology. Um, ah! Rightology? <laughs> yes. Ah! A partner I, on top I, workshop. I didn't know that you meant sex right then. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, I'm about to dive in. Oh, oh, oh. I do. Uh, I also do um, squirt and orgasm workshop too. So, I'm at the end of this. I would highly recommend if you're listening to this and Goody, I'll make sure to get like your website information. That if you have not had an opportunity to join one of Goody's um, workshops, highly recommend. If you are in our Patreon as part of your subscription, child, we gonna have a whole entire Goody takeover. Oh, we still doing that? Yes. Oh, yes. what you talking? Sucking pee. Yes. Put your hands together. <laughs> what you talking? Sucking pee. And licking coochie, what you talking? Sucking pee and licking coochie. Oh, I can't oh wait. God. Oh, y'all. Um, and so, again, listen, we out here giving y'all the real business because her classes are more than the $5 that you're paying, Bruh. okay? Um, but yes. she will, was gracious enough to agree to extend the conversation that we have today to Saturday, and it will be a demonstration. Yes. Oh, it's a sexy whole week. Yes. So it will be um, a demonstration. So, and I attended one of Bruh. her classes 
And y'all just be ready. Make sure your kids are a Listen, tape your children's eyes closed. And if you are at work, <laughs> it is not safe. I'm telling you now. Listen, we right. warning you now. This is this is love hour after dark, after midnight, two o'clock in the morning. The whole house is asleep. You're by yourself. <laughs> right. The afterest of dark. <laughs> the afterest. So what we're going to do today as we did this welcome is dive right in. And what we want to talk about, one of the things that initially like kind of piqued my interest about Goody and I was like, yo, listen, in real life, I do need to have her on this podcast. And I've said it a gazillion times because it, I don't know if it's your tagline, Goody, but I feel like it should be because it gets everyone to like, er, what did she say? Let me, hold on. Uh, but one of the things that she says is that if you haven't had an orgasm while performing oral sex performing. or doing it wrong. So I'm going to repeat it because you probably are like, well, I heard her, but that's probably not what she said. I, it is what I said. What she yeah. said is, if you well, have not had, go ahead. I'm saying if you haven't reached orgasm for performing oral sex, your life is incomplete. Your life is incomplete. Okay. Because without the, the orgasm, your life is incomplete. While performing, your life is incomplete. Okay. So oh, yeah. the fact that this is even an option, I think, for most of us listening right now or watching, <laughs> you're probably like, girl, what? Huh? Right, right. What are you doing that I ain't doing? Okay. Educate me. So that's what we're going to talk about. But before we get there, I just kind of want to talk about, let's just talk about pleasure. Okay. And, I, and we're just going to allow you, I, I, I will have questions along the way, but I really want an opportunity to give you the opportunity to just kind of school us and like mm -hmm. educate us. And I don't even know that I have the right questions to get you to give us the information. So I'm going to give you okay. the floor to free flow. We will, you know, do we have, listen, our podcast is ad supportive. So yeah. we'll interrupt to do our ads. But outside of that girl, we finna just, we, I'm finna be sit here and be a student. Okay. Yeah, so let's start with pleasure. All right. Well, first and foremost, when people think about pleasure, they it's like a connotation. We automatically connect it to sex, right? When we think right. pleasure, we think something sexual in nature. And that's not the case. You're shorting yourself if you think about that. Because when you're having sex, we, we put orgasm at the top. Like we're having sex to get to the orgasm. That's the destination. And we forget about the journey, right? Mm -hmm. So pleasure is the journey. To the orgasm and you, you can have great sex without orgasm if you're having pleasure filled sex okay and okay. so um when you think about pleasure in and of itself i always tell people i have a concept and it's sensuality versus sexuality right okay. so sensuality is living through all five of your senses it has nothing to do with sex it's the sight the sound the touch the taste the feel the smell and so it's like going outside and feeling the sun on your shoulders or giving someone a hug and they smell amazing or some, some food that you know some love is going into kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. I have a pair of pajamas and I bought it in every color because they feel amazing on my skin. You know what I'm saying? And so that is sensual. And when you live your life sensually, right? And then it's time to have some sex. <laughs> you experience the sex sensually. Mm-hmm. What you Okay, talking? so wait, can I ask you a question? I'm sorry, I, I want to sit here and learn, but I got one question. It sounds to me that you are living a sensual life, Yes. period. Yes. Because I don't know that I, I, I mean, unless clothing is like exceptionally soft, I'm not, I'm not registering it touching my skin. Mm -hmm. so, so can we even take a step back and help us to get to a point where we are taking, living life a little so slower, I would imagine is what we need to do, more intentional in order to be more sensual? Yeah, it's absolutely intentional. It's not necessarily slower, um, but so just think about the things that I said. When you eat, slow down and taste your food. Mm -hmm. When you you know, when you're in a room or you hug someone or you get cologne or a bath and body works or whatever it is, smell it. And, you know, we have sensory, so it'll like connect you to another memory or connect you, it'll remind you of something. But when you talk about touch, the things that we wear, the sheets that we sleep in, the, the you know, yeah. the, 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 the way, you, way you bathe, the way you bathe is mm. a sensual experience. What you mean now, the way you bathe? So like, okay, for example, I take showers in the dark. No music, no candles, no nothing. Because I know where everything is. What I need the light for. I'm with you. Right? Okay. So with the lights off, then you have, you're hearing the water. 
You can hear yourself breathing. You can hear, you can feel the water on your skin. When you're, pay, you're paying attention because you're trying to feel if there's soap on that body part already. Or, you know what I'm saying? So it creates a more, a better connection between you and yourself. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're connecting to your body differently and it's not a sexual way. So that helps you increase your sensuality because it's not a sexual thing because it's you. You see what I'm saying? You're connecting yes. to your own body, your own skin. The, the biggest sex organ is the brain. The second biggest sex organ is the skin. Really? Ooh, I like that. I always say the first one. I've never said the second one. I'm still in it. Is What's the and, third? And, when do you get to the penis? That, the that's like the, there are like over 15 kinds of orgasm. So the 15? genitals. What you said? 15? Good. Vinny? Vinny Lem? Well, girl, walk us through all 15 if you I know them off the top of your I head. I know, but much more than maybe uh, one through see, five. Off the dome, off the dome. Off, off the, the dome. dome. I know vi vag and G-spot and clitoral. Okay, so let's say vaginal, clitoral, anal, or oral, nipple, G-spot, A-spot, U-spot, P-spot, C-spot. Hold on, you down the whole alphabet, Goody. What, how many spots are there? U-spot. You spend I-spot. So <laughs> the U spot is a ring of nerve endings around the urethra. Oh, that's where you pee out of, ain't it? Yes, but you it's can also get an organ out the pee hole. So listen, have you ever had to pee real, real, real bad, and then you finally get to go pee, and you're like, oh, listen, yes. I ain't gonna hold you. Sometimes I be like, Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I mean, y'all don't do it on purpose, but it feels amazing. And it's not sexual necessarily, but it feels amazing. And so this again, orgasm and pleasure. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I feel like I'm having a revelation right now. Because I was about to say, that's not an orgasm. But are you, you're saying orgasm as associated with pleasure. Yes. Not necessarily as a result of sex. Or Correct. like, okay. That's exactly it. So you can be doing this on your urethra and be like, whoo, an orgasm? I mean, possibly. Okay. I, mean, I think the contribution to the U-spot orgasm is the release of the pressure. That's so, what I was going to say. Know. It's the release of the prep. I'm yeah. following you, Dr. Goody. Yeah. Oh, that was a I'm prophecy. Speak it, speak it, speak yeah, it. that was a prophecy. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, and, and then there's like, um, there are the mental orgasm, the blended orgasm, breath, sleep, and then the corgasm. So, and then not all orgasms. So they're not all different kinds, technically, of orgasms. It's just multiple ways to access the sensation ah, that is orgasm. Okay, I got you. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of them are specific to, like like a G-spot orgasm is specific to, that's a type of orgasm. Um, but then like you have the nipple orgasm or the oral orgasm, which the oral orgasm is how you reach orgasm from performing oral sex. Got it. And that it. is anybody. That, I mean, that is if you're performing oral sex on a vulva or a penis, you can reach orgasm from performing oral sex. Okay, well, girl, let's stop there and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so first and foremost, I am I'm very very orally fixated. So, um, people that are orally fixated tend to, um, if you chew on pens, you know, or you talk a lot, like your mouth has to be doing something. You chew gum, you know, you may eat more than some people. It's just an oral fixation. You just have this something has to be happening with your mouth at all times. Okay, and so. So those of us that are orally fixated have a higher uh, access rate to reaching an oral orgasm. But anyone can do it. Anyone can, anyone can do it. Anyone can anyone come. Ratatouille. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so let's say, let's say if you're if you're a, uh, a, you have a vulva, right? Well, hold on one second, Goody. Can can sometimes to kind of relax your mind, you can have a glass of wine, right? Absolutely. Okay, that's perfect because with pin rolls, you're at home finishing a glass of wine and just about to pour another. It happens. The realization you're all out of, and there's no backup bottle. I call that no venophobia, the fear of running out of wine. Thanks to First Leaf, I get personalized box of wine shipped right to my door. Listen, me and Melissa didn't know much about wine. You know, Joshy, who's our young Joshua, friend, what's your um, flavored flavor? Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, that is it. He, he was telling us about cat. that, but we had to realize we had to find our own flavors. You know what I'm saying? And Pimrose helped us out because we didn't know nothing. We didn't know a white grape from a purple grape. We didn't know a green grape from an olive. <laughs> But right now, you can start by taking a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking preferences. The then, Firstly, we'll send you six expertly picked bottles of wine based on your answers. Firstly, uses your ratings and feedback to refine future shipments. Just give each bottle a thumbs up or thumbs down online, and Firstly will take care of the rest. 
You can also choose what type of wine you want in your next box. First Leaf has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you receive a bottle you ain't into, First Leaf will cover the cost. Right now, sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only $29.95. Oh, wow. That's free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash love. Love. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 at tryfirstleaf.com slash love. And after today's episode, you most definitely should get um, six bottles of wine as you go yes. into the weekend festivities with oh, 15 different types of orgasms that are possible. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, no, I, I'm here for all of that. So, <laughs> it does help you relax and everything. So, I would think that when you're talking about reaching orgasm from oral sex, it comes to, again, the sensuality. So, when you're performing oral sex, it's not just something that you have to do, it's something that you get to do. Mm-hmm. So, you have to reframe. That's a whole mind shift. That's a reframing of yes. the mind. It ain't yes, so you have to reframe. And yeah. then just think about when you are performing oral sex on your partner, if you're performing oral sex on a penis, you know, you have the firmness of, you have the firmness and the wetness and the warmth and the pressure and the rhythm and all of these things happening. If you're performing oral sex on a vulva, you have the softness of the, the uh, inner and outer lobby, but then you also have the firmness of the clit. So you have the softness, again, the firmness, the wetness, you're participating with the rhythm and you're doing it with your whole body. Because remember in the workshop, I say, you know, you need to be performing oral sex with your whole body because oral sex is performance art. So wait, 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 girl, hold on. Cause you don't say a lot. Performance art. Let me yes. tell you, it's an art. <laughs> well, she said it's performance art. So what she's actually saying is not is the the act of is the mm-hmm. is the artistry. So mm-hmm. what I guess what I'm getting what I listen, let me ask you a question, Chad. You said a whole bunch that be happening, I'm sure it do. But people aren't I don't know that we're all in tune with our sensuality yes. to really recognize all of these things that are going on simultaneously while performing oral so help us there help us there okay. to that spot okay so first you have to be enjoying yourself because if you don't want to do it don't do it somebody's mm-hmm. doing it but if you don't want to do it don't hey. do it okay so the first thing you bring to the game is enthusiasm the first okay. thing you bring to the game is enthusiasm let's go. Let's get these pom-poms ready let's attack the day if- Come on, don't come with a bad attitude. You get to suck this pin. You don't have to suck this pin. You get to suck this pin. You don't have to lick that coochie. You get the privilege of a hot coochie right in your mouth. Let's go, guys. All right, one, two, three, suck. (laughs) Or both. (laughs) So and that's and that's it. And so you need to be so when you're paying attention to how your entire body, you're paying attention to your partner's reactions. Mm -hmm. Because they'll hold their breath. You know what I'm saying? If, if, or you listen to the sounds that they make or how their body tenses up or how their body relaxes. It's, it's an entire dance that you're doing together, okay? And when you think about pleasing your partner, right? It's something called compersion, where you find, you get joy and satisfaction and pleasure from witnessing your partner's pleasure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're providing this pleasure. So you get excited about that because sex is also an exchange of power. It's an exchange, exchange of, of power. What you it's an exchange now, of power and exchange of energy. So, <laughs> so it's like if if I'm performing on my partner, if I'm performing for my partner, I'm performing. So I'm giving you this this performance, and you're giving me the feedback from the performance. So it's a give and a give mm-hmm. and a give and a receive. And so it's an exchange of power. It's an exchange of energy. And in the connection of that exchange comes the compersion, comes the pleasure, comes the sensuality, comes the connection. Because intimacy is what happens when you're not having sex. Mm. Right. Okay. Intimacy is the, you know, seen, heard, understood. Like my girl Shamira says, my cousin. Um, so like we that. But it's, it's also, you know, it ha- it's what happens when you have a bright clothes on. It's the way you communicate. It's the way uh-huh. you interact. And uh-huh. so when, you, when you're stripped down and you're together, it comes into the bedroom with you. And so that connection and that exchange continues during the sexual acts. And so it just kind of adds a layer to the sensuality of what's happening. So when you say performing like the art, are you saying like you should be like, oh yeah, I'm body rolling while I'm licking this coochie. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, yes, that's the performance part of it. That's exactly what What I'm saying. What's sexy about that though? You should listen. Okay. You should be doing whatever makes you feel sexy. You're doing what makes you feel, that's exactly it. So here's the thing. So I say get a song in your head uh-huh. and perform to the song. 
Get a song in your so, head. Gospel, Caesar, song. gospel music or R&B? Caesar, sal- Caesar salads. Caesar, surely <laughs> Caesar is always a problem. It the inspiration. You know, because it could be, we fall down. Ah! Don't do it. You in the wrong? Come on, Kev. Don't do Donnie's song like that. Come on, Kev. I'll play with you. Come you on. did, too. That was hilarious. <laughs> I give myself away. Oh, my God. So you can use me. Come on. Make a joyful noise out here. Okay, let's go. <laughs> But yeah, so you get a song in your head and you get a song that makes you feel powerful and, and amazing and sexy and, and all those things. And then you either put on the headphones or you rock the mic to the song. This girl said rock the mic and you ain't talking about that electric. <laughs> Not the plug in one. You know, I mean, it might. It might. Man. <laughs> oh my God. But you perform to the song, right? So let's say if you're rocking a mic or if you're rocking headphones. You perform to the song so you can hum a little bit of the song. You're feeling good. So you're dancing to the song. You're feeling yourself. So you it, it translates. Yeah. To your so you're not thinking, lick the click, do the get the hit the, you know, stroke the dick. You're not thinking all the parts that go to it. Yes, she you're said that, Joshua. It. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, it, and they don't have to hear the song. It can be in your head. No one needs to know your song. Because it, it can be true. Are you telling me to put the beats by Dre on? Like, hold on, let me get my well, let me get my thighs are the headphones, Kev. Huh? Her thighs are the headphones. The, her thighs, her are, the thighs head- are the headphones. Oh, oh! Noise cancellation. I can't hear nothing. Oh, I just hear the. Wait, I want to tell you something, though, Dr. Goody. In real life, if there wasn't such thing as like how to have sex, <laughs> I feel like these are the, po- the tips and the point. The tips. Hey, These are the points. Just the tips. Just a tip that people don't recognize or realize. And so when sex becomes a chore or any type of sex, it becomes a chore is because you don't realize bringing that enthusiasm, doing the things that make you Mm -hmm. feel good. We miss that part of it. And so it does come up. It does become about what I can do for you, not about what we're doing together. And unless service is your kink. Wait, say that again. If service service is your kink, kink, that works. If you're a sub, that works. Got you, got you, got you. But service if not, then it may not. I heard service is your king. I was like, girl, what? Still kind of. But I mean, yeah. So it's still, you have to be mindful of that as well. And I think it's when we are, women are socialized to mm-hmm. provide sex. Sure. To give it. it is to sure. be taken. It is something that we are giving away. It is not something that we are enjoying ourselves or something right. that we're sharing that we desire. Right. It's, it's part of our service in womanhood. Yeah. And that's not it. And when you connect to it, and you enjoy it and you explore it, again, sensually, because I, if you live sensually and you connect to it sexually, you enjoy the sex more because you're experiencing it in so many more different ways on so many other levels. And that's the, that's the difference between an orgasm and busting a nut or an orgasm and coming. Those, that's, that's the difference. Coming is the phys- physiological response to sexual, or sexual stimulation, right? Orgasm is the mental and physical response. Mm. it's the spiritual it's the spiritual response it's not the okay i you know somebody touches your penis it's going to get hard because your penis was touched it's not that you necessarily liked it one way or the other but it's a physical response it had nothing to do with you yeah your penis don't really care what's happening i'm going to tell you something i think is really good that you just said and it goes back to your mind being your biggest sex organ is we are often taught, and I've said this before, we are often taught about sex, the physical act, and we are completely oblivious to sex as being something that's also mental. So even someone was talking about how um, do you lose connection with your spouse if you're doing all of these things in your head? And my immediate answer is no, number one, because you've established and built intimacy with that partner first outside of the bedroom Mm -hmm. and now what you're doing in here you're not detaching from them you're actually allowing them to have a better experience because now you're enjoying yourself now you're activated and involved in it as well and so it becomes a mutually enjoyable experience and not just something that i'm doing in service of you right yeah it's like cooking i gotta wash the dishes i gotta suck a dick i gotta girl you know you gotta girl you got it and and i don't wash my own dishes i didn't reproduce to wash my own dishes so (laughs) I'm not doing any of that. 
You, you know, I, I bet you do it. You doing oral sex like that? He'll wash dishes, girl. She, he, he does wait, the laundry. You ain't said no for the work, girl. I'll wash these by hand. Boom, dishwasher, wash them again. Wash them on upon, <laughs> upon exit of the dishwasher. Keep on sucking like that. And I'll take care of the laundry. <laughs> right, suck them while the wash. Interesting, lovey, uh, lovey, <laughs> goody that you said is even like cooking. Like I don't particularly like to cook. In fact, I don't mm -hmm. like to cook. Right, but. The few times I'm cooking for Melissa, I don't approach it like, oh, I have to cook. Like, oh, I'm going to barbecue. I'm going to give Melissa the night off. And that, you know, even that thing, uh, that mindset switch makes it more like, oh, yeah, I, I don't mind doing that for her because I know she cooks almost all the time or she cleans mm -hmm. almost all the time. So when I cook for her or even the other day, our son, um, uh, he cleaned the whole kitchen, our youngest son. And then we had went out to shoot. We came back. He had made our bed. And that was like. He was so sweet. He oh. wanted to see our faces to come back and see the kitchen. Yeah. Clean. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a. a, um, a the, his own. The, his own mindset was, I want to give this to you. Right. I want you to enjoy it's it. It's the pleasure you get out of giving. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's a non-sexual pleasure. And here's the thing. When you're cooking for her and you're like excited, you know, you're not tripping. It's like, oh, I got to do it. You know, you're doing it. You have a good attitude. You have a, a servant's heart about the situation. Yeah. Come on, right? servant's heart. Shout out to Southwest Airlines. Um, <laughs> so, you you know, you have a servant's heart about it. So she watching you like, in my baby cooking. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, like, all right, we go. Okay. When I be on that grill. You know? And you know, and, be on that grid. and I'm going to tell you, especially as a person legit that's acts of service, I remember having a conversation with Kev where I was like, I don't just want you to order food. I actually want you to cook. And now I'm like, that's probably why. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want you to want to do the dishes it, from it, that it, movie. It's the, it's the idea of the love that goes mm -hmm. behind it. And, mm -hmm. the, and then I feel like, oh, you do really care. You do really love me. Yeah. Look what you do. I know you don't like it, but you did it anyway. And right. again, that's building that intimacy that's more, it is. easily translatable or transferable is probably the better word into yeah. the bedroom. Yeah. So good. So good. And even with even ordering food, like I'm if I'm gone, even if I'm out of town, I'll order food and have it sent to the house. That's nice. I will. And know. everybody's, you know, preferences and things are done. You know, some no pickles, no tomatoes on this or whatever. Yeah. You know, all that's right. Because nobody knows everybody's orders but me. Right, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, but, so I still, even when I'm out of town, I'm still like, hey, you know, because I don't want to come back and the house is burned down because I just cook, you know. Right. right. But it's, it's still like the intimacy is what happens. And when you, when we build intimacy and we build the sensuality and we experience our sex more sensually, that is how you get to the point where you can reach orgasm um, with, from performing oral sex. But then also there are accessories that can help with that. And you can you can start to equate if you use accessories while you're performing oral sex you will start to equate your pleasure you start to connect your pleasure with their pleasure and you'll have sort of an operant conditioning thing happening so you have a pavlovian response to providing pleasure to your partner and it'll start to whoa a pavlovian response okay can you explain really? uh, pavlov's dogs for the people that are unaware okay so it was a, a, a experiment where okay. they bring they ring the bell and they drop food down for these dogs. And then every time they drop, they ring the bell and drop food down. Then they started ringing the bell and not dropping food down. And the dogs were salivating because when they hear the bell, they know food is coming. Right. So, so then they stopped dropping food. But even when the bell happened, the dogs were still salivating. And so it was an operant conditioning experiment around if you can condition someone to a certain set of circumstances. And so when you have a sex toy in play or an accessory in play, while you're performing oral sex on your partner, your genitals are, are being stimulated while you're performing oral sex. And so you get, again, that operant conditioning that you'll get to a certain point where you will start to equate performing oral sex with stimulating pleasure, and you may not necessarily need the toy after, you know, at, after a so certain point. So the toy is kind of like training wheels for-, for It the, is training wheels. For your, your genitals. Uh-huh, because there's some toys for you as well that work for people. Oh yeah. I. Uh, listen, after Shamira's last one, uh, uh, let me tell you what, God is good. Uh, I ordered something and, and, and hey amen. I've just been enjoying, I've been enjoying it myself. <laughs> well, it's then, you know, y'all have a, y'all have a goodie package too. So I need y'all to get into it. It's in my Oh, oh what you said now, goodie. That's amazing. You know, you were talking about skin and how, um, soft it how is. soft it is and how sensual you're, you, you know, uh, how, how connected that makes you to your body, you know, and how it's your big organ or the biggest organ in your body. And here's the cold hard truth, guys. Your skin has needs. 
if you want to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you need Lumen. Okay, guys? Lumen is on a mission to help give men the amazing skin they deserve through high-quality, expert-created products delivered right to your door. All of their products are formulated specifically for men's skin and made to target skin issues with maximum efficacy. Using top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea, extract, and vitamin C. Listen, I was sick of using Melissa's skin stuff. I wanted something for me. I wanted my own type, and I wanted my own you know, needs for my skin as a man, as a Kevin. And what she has is for her. What I need is for me. And I've been using Lumen. And mm-hmm. my skin been looking amazing. I personally been using a no-nonsense charcoal cleanser. Oh, my gosh. This thing is so amazing, effective, safe, removes gunky oil, daily grime, and pollution, and dirt buildup so my skin stays amazing. Even if you have no idea where to begin, Lumen makes it easy to find the right skin management system for you. Choose from different skin concerns to address or just pick up a simple starter pack for free. Use her to look and feel your best. And here's where you start. Go to lumenskin.com slash love. Love. To get a one-month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. That's lumenskin.com slash love. Love. To get your first month free. Lumenskin.com slash love. Love. And you know what else I've been working on? Getting my body in shape. You know my gym clothes. It did. 24-hour fitness. Out of here. It's gone. Uh, but getting in shape is still important to me. And thankfully, I have Noom. And guess what? It doesn't have to be about losing a specific amount of weight or magic number on the scale. It's about building healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Noom is not a diet. It's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. No food is good, bad, or off limits. They're going to teach you about moderation in conjunction with pre-existing popular diets if you want to use them as well. Noom is, we're all staying at home. None of us want to come out of quarantine with the quarantine 15, so you can turn on the TV and instead of watching Netflix and chill, you can get up, get moving and try to keep your body snatched. Okay. You don't need to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash love hour. Again, that's noom.com slash love hour. What do you have to lose? Visit noom.com slash love hour to start your trial today. One more time. That's noom n o o m dot com slash love hour love hour okay we're back we're back with you good Sorry, now. that was a long <laughs> intermission because we struggled so uh, we struggled man, tough didn't I we was, i mean i was listening to the lumen though because my my husband is a beard guy you know what i'm saying and um we do he's bald and bearded and so we the skincare stuff is important so i was like okay what now or yeah. <laughs> well, i was going through a lot all right <laughs> but you learned a new word I did. Efficacy. Efficacy. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love language. I want to eat the coochie with maximum efficacy. See? and Okay. So, <laughs> to do that, I, so I teach a uh, cunnilingus workshop. It's called Lip Service. And I teach fellatio and it's called Lick. So, we did I Lick I attended the Lick one. Yep, I just yeah, did the Lick Goody, I'm going to sign up for, for, uh, for what Lip Service. Lip Service. I'm going to sign up for Lip Service. So, so what did you she's think gonna about? She's going to yeah, give us the abbreviated version on, us the abbreviated version on Saturday. Oh, yeah. perfect. Okay. So what did you think about the workshop, Melissa? Um, I thought, first of all, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> because I joined, Kevin and I were, I think we were like we're, running errands. We were cleaning we were cleaning out, out, yeah, house. we were cleaning out the old house. And I was like, oh crap, I need to log into this. So I was like maybe 15, 20 minutes late or something like that. And you come on and if you're not watching this, um, I'm going to have Kevin try to describe. But essentially... <laughs> When I tell you Goody is sitting like this on the camera with a dildo and like, and there's saliva and I'm like, what did I just join? I kind of, I kind of wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know. I was, I needed like a disclaimer before, like. There was one, but sure. you missed it. it was late. I missed it because I was late. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you is that this is my fault. So I was like, oh girl. But what I thought was really, and why I was like, oh no, I need to like, we need her on the show asexually is because, <laughs> what are you looking at? Uh, I was just watching the replay. Oh. Whew. My God today. <laughs> Oh, yeah, goody. I'm like a disabled, so I very much like it. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for those of you of the um, Patreons watching live, so they know that you, this is literally going to be like again abbreviated version. I highly recommend that you actually go sign up for the class. Um, but what I thought was really interesting was that um, it was it wasn't. Um, raunchy it was still very informational yes it was still very informational so it's very much like how to you know what i mean like a safe space that's like you're not uncomfortable because at the end of the day i'm still at the house so like it was still you know you you walk away and you learn something yes that's and that's what i wanted you to get to is that it's not salacious because people are like oh my god what you know it's not a salacious situation because when we have, and I think the horror Madonna complex comes into play, especially with black folks in this country and church folks in this country, the horror Madonna complex is what, you know, you have what good girls do and what good girls don't do. Right. And um, I just I feel most like- I definitely subscribe to what good what's girls What's a whore do. Madonna? So the whore is, so it's like, it's like a married man that um, he gets, he gets head from someone else other than his wife because his wife is his queen. He can, and queens don't do that. So Got he'll out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So this queen can't, you know, but the the the, little, the whore can, but the Madonna cannot. Got it. I thought Madonna. Right. I didn't know. I only knew Madonna from the the singer Madonna. I didn't know what that meant. Well, no, Madonna like in the Catholic Church, um, the, the Saint Madonna. Got it. I didn't. I don't know nothing about Madonna in the she, Catholic Church. When we had yeah. our pre-pro call, I think she um, explained. Oh, this. I was like, Madonna was like, vir- is that why she said like a virgin? <sighs> Perhaps. For the very first time. <laughs> but it's very, it's very much holy name and holy, you know, and it's a very holy concept, but not as yeah. very holy. And so you have holy and you have the whore, and it's like you can't do both, but you can. And um, we, we, when we talk about, you know, being married to someone or being in a committed relationship and the things that you do, you know, like the magic button goes off. If you're, if you're not being sexual your whole life and then you get married and suddenly you're supposed to know how to do all these things. You know, I have definitely taught my workshops to the married married ministries of some churches. I have done a toy party for single ministry um, at some churches because if you've been in the world and you're active and you come back to church and you want to, you know, subdue your passions, as it were, you need something to kind of help you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but with the training that I provide, I don't want it to be salacious because I think people get embarrassed and people disconnect from right. the information. Right, I right. Write jokes Hold on one second, Goody. I write jokes all the time. Hold on one second, Goody. Your audio got a little wonky. Okay. Did you do anything different? I didn't do anything. I don't know what happened. Did you hear the difference? Yeah. You hear Josh? It Is sounds, it different still? Yeah, it sounds more computerized. Huh. Uh, can we have you go out and come back in? Yeah. Okay, let me yeah. try that. Okay. Say something, Goody. Okay, how about now? Oh, uh, much, much better. better. Much better. Okay. I don't okay. know what happened. I was okay. like, bro, we, we can't miss none of this. This is good, good, clean talk. Good, good, clean. Okay, go ahead. You were saying that you don't want it to be salacious because you don't want people to get embarrassed. Yeah, because when you get embarrassed, you kind of shut down. You don't connect to the information the same way. You may not remember because you're so busy, you know, hiding and being embarrassed that you don't get the information. And I think that um, if it's not accessible, it's not revolutionary. And I consider myself a revolutionary. So... I want people to have access to the information and to be able to absorb it in a way they feel comfortable. Melissa will tell you, I was cracking jokes the whole time. People were cracking jokes with me because laughter makes people comfortable. I was actually, I was, after you get, because you know me, I come from the like, oh, I'm a good girl kind of background. I'm Mm -hmm. a good girl trying to push myself to be uncomfortable. But Mm -hmm. after I got in it, I was like, Kim, look. I know, I was, I seen a couple of things good. I was like, girl, turn it off. Turn it, turn it off. Turn, turn it off. Turn the camera off. Turn it off. I sent. We I, need to do the practical part of the workbook. You know what I'm saying? We got the lesson part. I literally sent a screenshot to um, Shamira. <laughs> Hold on, because I want to see if y'all will be able to see it. But I sent a screenshot to Shamira and Brittany, and I think Brittany's in here, who is, um, Brittany is the intimacy firm. They're both on the yes. podcast. I don't I know do. if you guys can see this, but this is lit. I sent this to them. I said, I'm watching Goody's Zoom tutorial on how to blowjobs, because I didn't know the name of it, but essentially that's what it was. I said, this uh, is y'all fault. And this is the, <laughs> hold on. This is the screenshot I sent to them. Yes. Oh my goodness. I don't so, know if you can put that on YouTube. So, got it. Greg, no, there's uh, nothing. 
Well, yeah, that's kind of. Greg, just blur that out. Patreon people, y'all saw that, but Greg, just <laughs> put a little black image over that because I don't, that gonna take your video down. Okay, well then blur that out. Blur that out, Greg. But I would definitely, <laughs> like I said, part of the reason, oh, it did show up on there. Yeah. Part of the reason I, um, because I recognize there's so much, so many people in the, my audience and our audience that um, they, there's something about me that resonates with them. There's something about me that they identify with. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, I have to do this. Like, I, I just, I have yeah. to do this. I feel the, yeah. the responsibility to push the boundaries in my personal life. Mm -hmm. And if you mm -hmm. follow me, that means you're used to being in your own little safe zone. And yeah. so I want to push you as well. Yeah. And I think just your, a lot of times people guinea pig, right? So they'll be like, okay, you go and tell us how it was and then we'll just, right. you know, uh... and it happens regularly. Like I went on my lip service, dudes don't want to take lip service in a class. They'll book me for the one-on-one, -on -one, but they don't want to do it in a class. Now they'll go take the class and tell their friends about it, but they won't sit in a class together and learn. Right. Really? No, actually, yes. that's not surprising at all. We yeah. be so doggone uh, caught up in that. It'd be a whole thing. And then when I do like co-ed toy parties and stuff like that, I bring my partner with me you know, because he passes out my business cards more than I do. So I bring him with me and then they just gravitate to him and ask him all these questions before you even get started. Like, how you let your wife do this? And da 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 and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, let, she grown. You know, <laughs> like, and then when he met me, I was doing this. So this is yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, I, I love that what I do brings people together and I'm yeah. honored that people allow me into that part of their lives. And, and, and they do it really quickly. Like, I'm amazed at how quickly people open up to me. So I don't take that for granted. And I really try to be responsible with it. And so, like I said, so I don't want people to feel um, like they are being ogled or it's a salacious situation. I want it to be something where people feel like they've learned. It's Because it's just like, people are like, oh, I don't need that class, right? And I was like, well, I, I assume you know your way around a dick before you get to me. Right. Okay. Well, what if you don't? What if you get to a, a, a peony and like, I don't know what to do with this. It's got veins in it, balls, and we, lines. Well, we talk about veins too. So you'll learn if, if you don't know, you'll get even more familiar with it. But like, I think that it's just like when you like the new line dance, right? When you learn the new line dance, you do it exactly the way you right. taught. They were taught, and then when you learn it for real, you be adding all your spins and your pops. My workshops is the spins and the pops, <laughs> right? <laughs> You know, but I really, I want, I want it to be an educational experience. I want it to be fun. I want people to go, girl, I took this class. Or, oh, I, you know, I want that. And, and so I, I did do that. What? I told Shari and Sharice, we were in the car. I said, girl, I took this class. <laughs> girl, <laughs> let me tell you about it. <laughs> I want to go back to something you said, Goody, if, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, Liz. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. You were talking about using a toy on your uh, self while you perform on your partner so that you have the good sensual, you know, hey, man. Yeah. Um, how do you monitor that so that you don't enjoy too much what's happening in your own region and lose focus on the, the nethers of your partner? So you don't have to lose focus because it, so certain toys, the ones I'm talking about don't require a whole lot of monitor as it were. What okay. you mean? What you mean? Goody how? What you talking? Goody how? <laughs> <laughs> So, I, you know what people all, people say my name like that all the time. That's why I'm cracking because <laughs> I'm I walk down the street and people go, Goody Howard. I'm like, <laughs> That's a Goody Howard, a good black name. Now you know I ain't know how to suck no coochie, lick no coochie. I been Goody Howard. I took a class. I said, well, I've been sucking coochie. You can ask anybody. That's why why I've been sucking coochie, but much better when we took Goody Howard's class. And you know that I don't pee. Oh, you ain't suck a pee until Goody Howard told y'all to suck a pee. Hey, Bobby, Bobby Caldwell, Bobby Caldwell, and Goody Howard met down '76. Well, Lord have mercy. Let's, is it time? Yeah. While we're talking okay. about, uh, hold on, Goody. While we're talking okay. about teaching credentials and skills, let's just go ahead and plug Skillshare, okay? Skill, listen, Skillshare, y'all need to reach out to Goody. She got a section for y'all to add on <laughs> to your Because I can't go on Skillshare. Ah! I violate the community standards of Skillshare. All right. You guys know that I have used Skillshare in real life because I'm trying to be a bootleg graphic designer. I mean, a graphic designer, a bootleg interior designer, and they actually have a class on creativity. I've taken a couple of their tutorials and found them to be, if nothing else, very, very inspirational. But they don't just have that. They have classes on graphic design, illustration, photography, productivity. I actually did take a class on productivity. It was like seven tips to be more um, productive 
have a more productive day or something like that. It was a really great class, actually. Freelance, entrepreneurship, basically some of everything. They are a master class for life, essentially. If you want to learn something, you can go to Skillshare and learn it. We believe a strong community is essential in times of hardship. Tap into the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration. And sometimes practical tips as well. The productivity one actually had like practical tips for you to follow. Explore your creativity and get two months free of premium membership at skillshare.com slash love hour love hour that's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free get started today and join by heading to skillshare.com slash love hour again you're going to go to skillshare.com slash love hour and you will receive two months free of unlimited access to thousands of classes skillshare please watch uh reach out to ask goody because she got yes. some information for y'all to add on to y'all uh, tutorials, okay? Yes. Okay, so go, Goody, what you talking now? Okay, so we were talking about the toys and accessories mm -hmm. um, that can help you guys, like, create that operant conditioning, right? So um, the toy, you were asking how can you monitor yeah. the toys, and I'm telling you the ones I'm talking about don't require a lot of monitoring, so you can focus on in the enjoyment and the provision of the pleasure, right? So, so I'm gonna show y'all some stuff. Are y'all okay with that? Yes, we mm, are. Show us the toy. I'm already demonetized, so yeah, it's we fine. demonetize anyway. Okay, cool. Okay, so this. I like a balloon animal. <laughs> it's a rabbit. It's a rocking rabbit, and what it is, this is like a G spot because it's two inches in and up. Rocking rabbit. You come, put lube on this come, and you insert come. it into the vagina, and then this is um on the clit like this. And then you cut it on and it vibrates. And while it's in, so that you have this in while you're performing for your partner. There's no monitoring for this. This stays in. Ah. Okay. Or you could do something like this, which y'all have now. This do is we? a remote control this wireless bullet. Right? So this can go in vaginally while you're performing. And then Kev, you would have this. This is the remote control. I have the power? You do. Listen, like He Man. I need. Do you? Are I these your brand, Goody? Power. They're not my brand, but I do sell them, and they are on the website. Okay, cool. I there. we can I tell a story really quickly. I Absolutely. don't know how embarrassed I want to be right now. How transparent <laughs> do I want to be? You know what I'm about to tell. Oh yeah, I know. Tell it. Liz. This is why I don't be liking toys, though. But okay, I'm gonna I'm tell it. We demonetized anyway. I'm gonna tell. Well, I'm talking about my personal life. I'm trying to hold off from telling y'all my business. Oh well, sure. <laughs> I know what you're saying. If you feel comfortable saying it. You can say it. If you don't, I you ain't got this. I had a um, not pleasurable experience with toys. If you're in my book club, you know about it. Uh, we were in New York. New York. And I was like, we're going to try this, whatever. So I tried it. And it was one of the ones, you're talking about the inserted ones, which uh -huh. seemed like they would be more secure is the word I'm going to use, versus okay. the ones that just kind of sit on uh -huh. like your, your panty line. Uh-huh. Yeah, Because yeah. they're ones that you can like walk. Girl, okay, I'm going to just tell you the story real quick. Okay, so we were going to a play. Mm-hmm. And we were attempting to use it. It didn't, it doesn't have the, the, um, the force, uh -huh. okay, follow me. I'm trying to do this correctly. To mm -hmm. stimulate in a way that is pleasurable just actually feels like irritation because I'm like, what is this doing? It's not doing nothing. This is right. Annoying. So I'm right. like, okay, maybe I'm gonna go into a public bathroom and I'm going to adjust it. So I went to the public bathroom and in all of my anxiousness, girl, the thing fell on the floor in the public bathroom. <laughs> a New York bathroom. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> First of all, you got the whole toy away. Oh, girl, she came back like Kev. It Kev fell it. on the ground. I was like, "Burn it, burn it!" I was so embarrassed. <laughs> it in bleach and then throw it away. I was so embarrassed because I'm like, I don't even know who saw this thing fall on because it's like plastic and battery operated, so it's making a noise once it hits the floor. Ah, so you yeah. in the you yeah. in the bathroom. In the stall. Somebody else is peeing. They're like, "Girl, what's falling out of your?" Yeah, and I'm just. <laughs> I mean, but you also in New York, so probably in New York. Somebody gonna hand you another one, like, girl, you can have That's my true. bathroom. That's true. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst. I called it the buzzing panty failure because 
It was a failure. <laughs> I might have another one on me right now. Girl. It was Shoot, like a complete said. failure. So I'm like, I need to figure out, listen, throw, they said, throw the whole thing, throw the toy away, throw the whole idea away. I was completely turned off. I was like, this is stupid. And now this is gross. I do not yeah. want this on my body anymore. So I say all of that to say, I'm always hesitant because I haven't found, um, you called them an accessory, that actually yeah. have the specs thank you girl the, the specs. specs yes the specs and you know what good, Howard, listen i get that because i you know we talked to shamar a couple weeks ago i bought four or five things some of them did not feel good i was like oh this hurts i don't like this at but you, all. you also may not have been using it right tell us more well i didn't know i just threw it away because i found so, one that worked and i was like hello i like this i'm keeping it <laughs> I, said, I mean, yeah. and so some of the some of the toys that I that I have specifically are you can use them with couples and they work on penises and vulvas. And the beauty of toys and accessories in general is that toys don't have an orientation. Toys, toys don't, don't have, have an orientation. They don't have an orientation. So you can use any toy on any space body. Period. So the mechanics of sex don't change based on the type of body having them, having the sex. Does that make Wait. sense? Nope. Say it again. Nah, Say goody, it again. The, Goody Howard, you the, lost me. The mechanics of sex don't change even when the partners change. So when oh, you have two it. women together, they're doing the same thing that a man and woman would do to each other. Oh, got, got it. it. If got you have it. two men together, they're doing the same thing that a man and woman would do to each other. Someone has to take a different role, but the mechanics sure. got got it. are the same. And so in that, in that vein, the toys operate the same. Got it. Lissa, you know the songwriter said, if at first you don't succeed, Dust yourself off and try I was like, again. is this a late Aaliyah or someone try else? Try again, <laughs> try, try again. All of it. First, you don't I mean, but there, and there are lots of toys. And like, if you're not using lubricant with the toy, mm -hmm. um, if you're not relaxed, if you're not, if the settings are too high, like you have to work your way into it. Some people, the reason that there are five settings is because you have to work your way up to the settings. It's levels to this stuff, right? right. You can't just start off on five. Maybe feel like, like an angry cell phone. Right, not even listen, like a pack of angry cell phones. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, dang, man. And if you're not using lubricant, you know, um, it creates a smoother ride between you and whatever you're using for sex. And so people I talk to young women all the time and they're like, I don't need lubricant. I, I miss Aquafina 2020. Like I don't Hello? need Miss Aquafina 2020. <laughs> 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 and I and I tell them, you know, I don't care. Congratulations. However, that thing hit different with the ceiling fan off. Hello? Hello. Goody Howard, you ain't nobody worse than me, but Goody <laughs> Howard is worse than me. That thing hit different with the ceiling fan off. <laughs> we too old to be trying to have sex under the covers. It's hot, it's summertime. So, <laughs> so you get lubricant because it reduces friction and creates a better ride. And if you have something that has batteries in it, then it's gonna naturally warm up because it has moving parts. Sure. And that, those moving parts will um, evaporate your natural moisture. So the, the lubricant is not designed to evaporate. Right. Ah. You know what I'm saying? So you have to use it. And if you're having good sex now, you're gonna be having great sex with just a little a lubricant. You, don't, you don't have to use the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Just a little tight. You know she said. Ah, 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 ah. Joshua, imagine what you did, and he almost got it right. That's hysterical. <laughs> Cut the fan off. <laughs> right. <sighs> but then you got to hurry up because it's hot, so you got to cut the fan back off. Listen, I'm going to tell you, Goody Howard, part of this for us and our audience is you almost have to unlearn so many things. You, you know? absolutely have to unlearn. You yes. didn't talk about, we did not talk freely about this at all. Oh, not with my parents, not at church. It was some like, it feels like some deep underworld, mm -hmm. you know, and other people just grow up with this being normal, you know, extensions of, of regular conversations. Part of it for me is feeling, and I'm, I'm a little more um, free than list, right? But also mm -hmm. that's partly because the restrictions from the church weren't put on me. Right. Nope, they weren't for you. They're for us. They weren't for they weren't for me. I, I you know, me, getting a girl pregnant in even in the church didn't carry the same weight as the girl who got pregnant. You went and let him get you pregnant. Right. You <laughs> got to keep your. You know what I'm saying? So like Melissa, who Dress was, held down and head held high. That's what yeah, yeah. Melissa, who actually was a virgin during her uh, marriage, like that was her fighting against like using all that stuff, but we didn't realize that's kind of indoctrinated you to make it hard for you to be married, right? You, yeah. 
You've got to almost retrain your whole mindset. Yes. You got to unlearn and re. You got to control alt delete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and a lot, like I had, I had some. I don't do direct practice anymore because I'm an empath and I can't take on other people's things and then go back and be an active parent and partner in my life. Yeah. Um, but I had a client where they were a couple and he was, um, he was active before they got married, but she was a virgin. But while they were engaged in dating, they were still very affectionate toward each other. Mm. Not necessarily sexual, but very affectionate. And that's what made her fall for him. And then once they got married, he only was physically affectionate when he wanted to have sex. Right. And so she started to resent that because she's like, I fell for the fact that you weren't tripping about the sex. And right. now you're not even sweet to me until you're trying to get some. And right. so I, I think that in addition to the weight that's put on women in the church, there's also a disservice that's done for fellas because you guys are not socialized how to interact with women that you're not attracted to. Mm. I just doggone tweeted that last night. Wow. You're not socialized for that and or women that you can't have sex with. So you may be attracted to them, but you can't, they're not a, a viable option for you for some reason. Maybe they're related or they're with your homeboy or whatever. You don't know how to interact with women that you're not attracted to. Wow. It's something attracted to them. And, and, it's, and it's that's societally. And so even yep. if you live in a sex positive household, you could talk about, the, the, we talk about sex openly, but we're still talking about uh, infection prevention and pregnancy prevention. We're not yeah. talking about pleasure. We're not yeah. talking about right. you know, masturbation. And we talk about masturbation to our boys, but we don't talk to masturbation about our, to our girls. Right. Yeah, I don't even have daughters. So I you know, just talk about it to my boys. I'm just, and it, like I have, a, I have a teenager. I well, 23, 21, 16, and four are the ages of the children in my they life. They ain't good at Howard. We didn't have one together, so she was on purpose. The last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm about to say, you kept starting over. You was almost there. You were like, let me get another baby. Oh, the shop is closed, honey. The two, the two <laughs> oldest ones are bonus children. Got um, it, okay. And my, the twins role is with us. But like my, my son, he's 16. And we have, you know, we, it's, there's no talk. It's an ongoing dialogue. Right. And when you raise sex positive children, then they have, they have, like, even we don't, we think we're being open, but we're not. So depending on your opinions and how you voice yourself, your kids are paying attention to that. So true. You That's know what I'm saying? So, so let's say your, your child may not necessarily be heterosexual. They don't feel like they can come to you based on a comment you made that they heard a long time ago. And it's like, when did you choose to be straight? You didn't choose. You just always knew. So yeah. these kids know, but they can't, they can't, they don't feel safe coming. You see what I'm saying? You're right. Or right. we talk about we talk about sex, but we only talk about the consequences. We don't talk about the joys. Right. Or when we talk about masturbation, we talk about it in the in the absence of a partner. When you don't have a partner, you can do this. But when you got a partner, that's not what it looks like. Listen, right. masturbation helps you be a better lover because you know your pleasure. Girl, you better know your own instrument. <laughs> how am I gonna tell you how to play me? I don't know how to play myself, and I gotta play with myself to see what I like. That's true. But we think Listen, also my, uh, we think masturbation is is insertion. You know what I'm saying? It's not always, it can just be external. It doesn't have to be putting anything inside your body. And so we have to have these different conversations with adults because they're, you know, we, the kids get it from somewhere. Right. We have yeah. to have these conversations within our relationships and within our friend groups and all of that kind of stuff to, to live more sensually as people. So that when we, when it is time to get sexual pleasure is a part of the conversation. Right. People be needing to masturbate. I ain't going to hold you. I, I, don't, I, yeah. I don't have my own church. My first lady, we disagree on this point. She said, why would I have to do this? My husband right there, man. Sometimes your husband ain't right there. Sometimes your husband or wife ain't right there. I, I love and respect y'all relationship, but sometimes I'll be out of town. Amen. God bless you. So, sometimes you're out of town. Like, I travel a lot, too. So I, I, I feel that. Like, that's the time for some Skype sex, some video sex, whatever. Yeah. But also... Even if they're watching you, they can be watching you. There's an intimacy. I call it game tape, right? Because when you see how your partner wants to be touched, when it's your turn to touch them, you know what to do. I don't watch you. We, we, I love that. We let's study this film. All right, first and ten. What you do? Okay, a little you know bit on the helmet. Okay, a little shaft work. Oh, right, we'll take a little break. Go down the ball. See what the ball's talking about. Okay, you know, because sometimes you get too much. It be too much pressure, and people mm -hmm. like, oh man, it's too much. Get, go, go somewhere you else. Push a it up a little bit. Yeah, you, you got to run a little up. play action. You got to fake the run. You know what I'm saying? Now you can go over top right, of the tight we end. Got it. You know, let, let, me, let me see what, what you did with that. Cool. Oh, you like the, the but, it's, but it's also a great thing for. Let's say you have two. You have a couple that libidos are very different. Right. So someone's up here on their sex drive and someone's down here on their sex drive. Mm. So this person needs to masturbate because you practice how you play and it'll help them. When you, when you masturbate more, you can start to, again, expect you start to enjoy it, have more sex. So they masturbate to come up and then this person masturbates to come down. So they meet in the middle. Oh, wow. Okay. I like that. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. There are lots of ways that masturbation plays in on pleasure. Plus, your sexual confidence permeates every other type of confidence that you have. So There's a true. level in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Uh-huh. The bottom row is the food, water, shelter. Orgasms is in parentheses down there. Okay, food, water, shelter, orgasms. Okay, then the top of the pyramid is self-awareness. Mm. There is something that happens to your self-awareness when you know that you have the ability to make yourself reach orgasm. And then your partner becomes someone that you want, not someone that you need. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now, Goody Howard, this this ownership part is not taught, was not taught. Right, right, right. It was always partner-related, partner, Mm -hmm. you know, only your husband and wife, like... And the other thing about sex, right? The marriage bed undefiled thing. One thing I feel like in the church and in our parent, like it's almost indistinguishable, the church and our parents, because everything was the church. Like our parents Mm -hmm. only reinforced what the church said. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, you know, so um, that ownership part is not taught and you, you feel guilty. Matter of fact, not only is it not taught, the opposite is taught. Right. Right. So it's taught. And right. Yeah, the shame is definitely taught. And here's the other thing. What can be okay for me and Melissa may not be okay for you and your partner. And exactly. but what happens when the person is in authority, the pastor, if it ain't good for them, then it can't be good for nobody. Right. Right. And people feel I like mean, well, a, pastor didn't say be, I could do that. So I cannot do you cannot ride because pastor said missionary <laughs> position only. And that's literally what some people said. Like, right. you know, yeah, they, I mean in leadership, when you're leading a flock, it's different because you have so many different people that you're accountable for. Sure. And so you don't, some people can't handle that kind of, I'm going to tell you, you can do this, but you, you know, some people yeah. can't handle that and sure. they're going to take it and run with it. So you and then say, the pastor told me I could. Yeah. And so the responsibility is kind of heavier too. So right. I don't know, you know, I'm not a leader in that way. I'm definitely not a faith leader. I do have a, um, I am certified in sex, power, Christianity. Um, but so de- certificates and degrees are one of my love languages. So you know, <laughs> she got all the credentials. Okay. No, she has all the credentials. I do. I actually, I just got my master's in public health and I got my master's in social work. My bachelor's is in business management and development. And I start my PhD in the fall of health education and promotion. So I'm Dang, good at Howard. Listen, yeah. the guests that I get be smart. I love that though, because when you love like Melissa's like that too. Like she's in a, she has an insatiable quest for knowledge and learning. Yes. And she always gets guests who have that same thing because you should be continually, continuing to learn. And that's why our marriage has, has continued to be successful. It's because we've led by her. We're learning more and more and more. And the things we know, even since we started doing the love, our podcast, we've grown yeah. so much sin since these last three years, you know, more than probably the first 15, because it's like, Oh, we're learning all this stuff. You're right. And yeah, we're doing it together. Yeah. yeah. And then if you can apply it in your actual life, not just when we're, you know, passing the information to you, like we got, we are learning as well. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. I think when you learn together, I tell people all the time to, to take a class with your partner or do something. And so when you're learning together, there's an intimacy that comes with that too. Yeah. Right. Because it's a shared experience. You're creating a, yet another layer to your bond because you, you've gone through this together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I mean, but I'm, I'm here for it. Like I said, if you, when you, when you think about when we were talking about, you know, reaching orgasm from performing oral sex, that's part of it because you're thinking about how much you're enjoying pleasing your partner, how much this is, you know what I'm saying? All yeah. of those things that when you're looking, you're, and that's when I say do it with your whole body. So it's your entire body. You're using the leverage from your body to even help you perform for your partner. So you're adding a level of pressure and rhythm and, you know, all of these things are working together to create the perfect storm for an orgasm. All things work together. All right, listen. <laughs> I, we're going to close this out, Goody, because there's so much more that can be said, but I want to save some of this for Saturday. Ah. Okay. So what I'm going to ask, uh, is there anything that we haven't covered or do we leave something kind of unresolved open during our conversation that you would kind of like to hit on? Um, I, I know that probably a lot of people watch this talking you know because we were talking about the um oral sex and second dick with your whole body and and all of that um but i also want people to understand that have bringing sex toys into your bedroom is not something that should be that you should be scared of right um a lot of times especially in hetero couples the dude does not want when we think sex toys we think big penis shaped vibrators and so you don't want anything in the room that's the penis that's bigger than yours 
okay? Mm-hmm. And so I would say bring in something that's not penis-shaped and that's not going to be bigger than your partner. And so if you bring in something like this and, you know, it's not really penis-shaped, and if this is bigger than your partner, you already love him anyway. Y'all go together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's emotionally available. You know, he's supportive. You know what I'm saying? He makes you laugh. Like, he, he checks off all the other boxes. So, it's in that time. You, good job, man. Hey, man, you did your best. Listen, oh. they don't, y'all don't go to the store and go, hey, I want that small one in the back. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you have to affirm the body that your partner brings to the table. Right. Confirm the body that your partner brings to the table. I like that good at Howard. That so good. that's that's what, what I want people to understand. So toys are um accessories and they are enhancements, not replacements. Like when when I see when I show people this one, they're like, Oh, my penis can't do that, but this can't smack butt and pull hair. Hello. So your job is safe. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. And so right, you right. have to understand that they are enhancements and not replacements and just open up to each other and connect on that intimate level and talk about what feels good and what's pleasurable and just become more sensual beings so that when we do connect sexually, it's even more amazing. If it's already good now, it'll be even more dope if you connect to your own body sensually because your orgasm is your responsibility. You're the second person that said that. Because it's true. Because it's true. I had never heard that before the love hour. Now I've heard it twice in, I don't know, six months or so. That's crazy. I love that. All right, listen, if you're listening to today's Love Hour and you enjoyed it, please make sure that you go and follow Goody Howard on Instagram. She can be found at Ask Goody. Uh, that's G-O-O-D-Y. We'll make sure we have it in all of the description box so you can, like I said, follow her and take advantage of any and all of the resources that she has available, including the classes that she has, which she named the Rightology, um, lick and what was the kind of lingus one lip service lip service um, and I think you named a few other ones but those were the three that I remember so make sure that you do that if you are in our patreon yes y'all I'm plugging the patreon which I don't do often but I am because her classes are um, available and most definitely you should go out and patronize that but if you're part of our patreon you will get a sneak peek of those classes on saturday uh make sure you check out the instagram so you can get the details but we'll also send out the links and i think that's it dr or goody do you want to say anything else how to reach you or what's your website okay so i'm ask goody everywhere okay so i'm askgoody.com is the website my email is askgoody at gmail i am ask goody on all social media platforms like ask goody everywhere um and i I mean just thank y'all for having me thank you for like being kev you didn't act up too bad i'm proud of you i can't Um, act up too bad when you act up worse than me my whole thing is you were ready i've been defeated i this is like beat uh the iron chef and you you beat the iron chef i need a trophy i need a trophy (laughs) you got one i would like to thank the academy (laughs) i was like man i'm hot some hand sanitizer i love it Oh, lubricant. Ah, of course it is. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. You know, of course, lubricants within arms reach. Absolutely. Why would I think it was disinfectant? <laughs> global <laughs> pandemic. Um, thank you so much, Goody. This has made me even more excited for the episode on Saturday. Don't forget to register for the Love Hour Conference. Ciao, that's it. Until the next Love time. Love y'all. Patreon will send a link for the podcast in about an hour. God right. bless y'all. We'll see y'all Saturday for not a time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.